The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. This particular, oh, I'll wait <laughs> until you have the button. Is it, is it going? Okay. Um, just to offer you a, a way to settle into your meditation before you shift to your usual practice. Um, this particular settling is sometimes useful in daily life if you just have a few minutes to, uh, to, to take a, you know, a three or five minute meditation break in your day. This style of uh, settling may be very useful and it starts, I'll, I'll offer an analogy to start, and that is of the snow globe. Um, when we have a snow globe and we take it and shake it up, it creates, a, you know, the swirling of the glitter inside. And uh, what we do with the snow globe to enjoy it, appreciate it, is to put it on the shelf and watch the glitter settle. And often in our daily lives, we are engaged in things that very naturally will create a lot of energy in our system. And one of the things that we can do or think about our our initial settling or sitting down in meditation is almost that we've set ourselves down kind of like the snow globe and the stillness of the body becomes the container in which we just watch the swirling of whatever's been here. And so just let your... Let your eyes close and find a posture that's comfortable. And just touching in to potentially whatever's been, you know, whatever energy may be in your system. It might be experienced as kind of physical, energetic sensations of vibration or tingling or pulsing or it might be experienced as a kind of a a swirling in the mind. It's not resisting that, not trying to settle it, but just simply allowing the stillness of the body to be the container and exploring, kind of being with the swirl, the glitter, and being curious about being with it, allowing it. And over the next few minutes, noticing maybe how it changes or shifts. And patience with this process. You don't need to have an agenda about how fast it settles or shifts. 
And exploring, relaxing the body. And receiving this experience of whatever energetic or whatever's happening for you. Just receiving it, letting it be, being with it. If the sensations are strong, it actually may be pretty easy to be with it. Relaxing and not trying to focus on any one particular area of experience, but just noticing the swirl. There may be some of you that would have a similar experience to what we we did in a way with the standing and noticing the little subtle movements of the body yesterday. Just relax and notice those Notice the sensations. If at some point you start noticing a kind of a drifting quality to the mind, not a not a charged thinking, but just a drifting, almost like the mindfulness is just floated off a little bit, but it's not caught by anything, just drifting. that can actually be a sign that the energy has settled a little bit. You might just check in and see what's the energetic experience now. But if you're noticing that little drifty quality, that might be the time or the kind of sign to let yourself connect with whatever your familiar meditation practice is.
let's uh, put it on. I want to start this morning by um, talking a little bit about how to participate in this discussion, this discussion group. Um, and actually, it's a, it's a kind of practice, this way to participate in this group. Uh, we might call it a way of describing your experience or a way of reporting about your experience. And that's some of what, what I like to have happen here. It's not just coming with questions about what you're noticing, but usually really helpful to describe something first, to, to say, this is what I'm noticing about when I'm engaged in my daily life and I'm bringing mindfulness to it. And so there's a, there's a kind of a practice around describing or reporting your experience. And it's, it's got a, a couple components. The, the first one is that we have a tendency to feel like um, in describing something that's happening to give all the details, that we feel like we need to give the context, a big context of what's happening, about who you were talking to and what the, what the background was and, um, and all of the information leading up to it. And this, first of all, it takes a lot of time. Uh, and there's so many of us, I like to have uh, time for as many people to share as possible. It's certainly not possible to have everyone share every, every time here. Um, but the... But the, um, it is useful to have a little bit of context, such as, I was talking to my partner and we were having an argument, and that's enough. That's enough context to give us a sense. Th- th- there, there, may be, there may be a little bit more context that I might request at times, but, but basically that's a sufficient amount of context because what we're mostly interested in is how we are with what's happening. And so I was talking to my partner and we were having an argument and what I was noticing was a lot of body tension and um, some thoughts about self-righteousness and self-justification and some emotions. And here's, uh, and then we might also mention, and my relationship to all of this was frustration. <laughs> so that's a, a very simple description um, you know that that would be a little a little report, but you can you can go a little bit more than that. There may be more that's that's useful, and it might also be interesting to describe. And as I kept noticing, as I was able to be mindful of that, I noticed things shift in this way. Or you might r- notice that as a, as a certain um, um, kind of self righteousness really flared, that lost mindfulness altogether, and and maybe a question around well, how might I you know, be able to, to be more, um, more present in a situation like that or something like that. So this, this basically it's, um, it's saying out loud, speaking out loud, a description of essentially how we'd like to in, inner, in an inner way be with our experience to, um, in our, in our mindfulness practice, we're more interested in the, the actual experience than our thoughts or ideas about the experience. Thoughts and ideas about the experience are something that's happening in the present moment, but they are simply, I mean, they are, they are thoughts arising in the present moment. Uh, and so that's, that's what we would describe there, potentially. It's like an, I was having a lot of thoughts about uh, that, that had a frustrated tone to them, or I was, I was noticing beliefs. Uh, you might say what the beliefs were. 
So the, the, the way of describing your experience like this, basically, this is what I'm interested in. You know, I'm not, I'm not so interested in all the detail. And it, it can take some time to get familiar with how to describe experience in this way. And so for the first few days, I may at some point, while you're describing experience, I may, I may just say, that's enough context, so, or just something to, to remind you about um, coming back to what's the, what's the experience rather than the context or the story around the experience. So in my own practice in learning how to report experience in this way, it was, uh, it was pretty powerful. I learned it in a very, very structured way with my Burmese teachers um, when I was practicing with, in particular, Sayada Upandita. And um, he was pretty firm about this, you know. When I, if I started, if I started um, describing what I was thinking, you know, even, even just the you know, and I had a th- I thought this, he would get up and start wandering around the room. <laughs> and, uh, and then later he would say, don't report the content of your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting because I, at first it was like, I have no idea how to report this without describing the content of my thoughts. And then I realized, oh, I see, you know, so at first I described what was, you know, I, uh, I described what I was thinking, and as I realized what, the, what was going on was it was a, it was a thought that was, a, that was about doubting that I could practice. And I described the thought, you know, I told them what I thought, as opposed to noticing, oh, this, a thought arose about doubt, and I had noticed it as a thought, but I didn't know how to report it. I didn't know how to describe it. So it, it can take some time to, to get used to this. And I won't be that strict. Like, and I won't get up and start wandering around the room and ignore you. <laughs> but, but it can be really useful. What I discovered over those months with Upandita was that describing my experience in this way helped me to be interested in my experience in this way. It, it kind of created a, a shift of perspective about how to, how to be interested in my own experience from the perspective of what's actually happening as opposed to my ideas about what's happening. And so it was, a, it was a kind of a way in to, um, to the Dharma perspective, to the perspective of wise mindfulness around my experience. When I started describing my experience like this, I knew that's what my teacher was interested in, and it was, it was kind of a an incentive to look at my experience from that perspective as opposed to telling myself the story about what was happening. The other uh, benefit that I, I found around this particular form of describing experience was that as I began um, you know, describing my experience to myself in this way, I began to kind of hear my teacher respond. Oh, did you notice this? Did you notice this? No, I didn't notice that. Oh, now I can notice it. <laughs> um, and so in a, w- in a way, it helped me to become my own teacher. That I was um, interested in my experience from this perspective. So um, I, I offer that for our shared practice together, this kind of way of describing experience. And right now, um, what I'd like to do first, so we've let's see, we've got... 50 minutes. 
So I'd like to go around and, and let everybody again say their name and mention, first of all, um, what your two um, um, tasks are, so that the, the thing that happens regularly through the day. Um, the, the, I didn't mention this yesterday, but I, I, I would like to just say it now. It, 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 it's probably helpful if it's just something that maybe comes and goes quickly. Like, you know, the walking through doors. You walk through the door and it's gone in an instant. Um, the reaching maybe take a little longer, but um, um, clicking send for an email or just, just these things, that, that they happen regularly, but they're very short. So that's the first one to, to mention what it is. And the second one is whatever the pieces that you're exploring, a little bit longer stretch of mindfulness, the three to five minute or ten minute, some of you might take that long, the shorter thing that you do, maybe once or twice a day, just what they are. And then um, anything, and this is where we're going to have to be brief, because I want to hear from everybody today, and so I'm going to have to, I may have to cut some of you off if it goes on a little bit longer. Um, A little bit about what you've noticed with each one, and... um, Maybe something, if you have noticed, if you've remembered to notice your relationship in those situations. So just a little bit about that. Um, I'm going to take some notes um, for a couple reasons. I'm not going to respond. Usually in these sessions, I'll have a, a kind of an interchange with somebody. They'll, somebody will describe something that's happening, and I may ask some questions and go in a little bit deeper with each person. And so maybe, you know, something, something like six or seven people will get to share in depth in most of these, these sessions. Today, I want to hear from all of you. And so I won't have the opportunity to do this kind of in-depth uh, exchange, but often in this first morning, I hear some themes, and so after we've gone around, I'll probably say a few a few things um, that more generally respond to to what's going on. So let's go this way again, and we'll start with Lauren. Yes, please pause it now. This piece. Um, so a question about um, choosing something for the task that is um, something that's happening external, like um, this person responded about noticing a lot of lights happening, indicator lights, carbon monoxide light, or or lights on tail tail lights. And is that an okay thing to use as one of the recurring um, chores? And the the encouragement is to pick something that you initiate partly because the act of moving, the act of doing, has a, um, an intention behind it that can also be seen. And that over the course of the week, we, we can begin to really start to, to notice that part too. There is an intention to, to look there, but it's, it's much subtler. It's much harder to, to touch into that because it's something coming from the outside. Um, so really there's, there's something, there's something much more accessible about touching into the intention Oh, getting ready to reach for the glass and knowing that that's going to happen before you do it. Um, when you're, you're responding to something that's coming externally, some, some external, like a sound or a sight, um, 
yeah, it's just, it's much harder to see the, the intention to orient to that because by the time you notice it, you've already oriented. So it's, it's much harder to see that. So I would encourage you, you're welcome to use that because it can be, as you said, it can be very natural here. You're, you're kind of noticing that. It's kind of waking you up. Like, you know, green lights, pay attention. Red lights, you could be like, oh, stop, pay attention. <laughs> so, so just using those, but also pick something. Uh, that has an in, uh, a kind of a personal initiative behind it. Why don't we record this too? Um, so a, a question about using particular thoughts of family that come up as a kind of a, uh, a, a mindfulness wake up. Um, since you're noticing them already, it, it can be useful. And, and if there's interest, that's another thing that I'd say, if there's interest in whatever other things. I mean, you're welcome to add projects or add things that have a kind of an interest to them. Um, and so the, the indicator lights is one that has some interest for, for you. And this has, sounds like it has some interest for you, you know, just like to be with, to be able to be there with those thoughts. So if there is something like that, you know, you're welcome to do it. And, um, and then I'd say pick something else that, that also has a more that you're initiating it because those thoughts are not self. You know, they just come up. You don't say, oh, I'm going to think about this now. It's something that arises. And so something that you initiate is, is, uh, is, a, is a good thing for this week. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> um, one question is a question about, uh, am I aware? Am I really mindful? Um, um, what do I do with this? That kind of question. Um, this, this especially, um, I, I definitely had this as at the beginning also. Um, it's like, oh, I've become aware. What do I do with this? And that part of that is our habit around thinking we're supposed to do something. You know, it's a belief that, that we're supposed to do something as opposed to just notice what's here. So in terms of this, it's just useful to first notice that, first that you are aware. And, and the the... The question, am I really aware? Um, you know, it can, be, it can be a little confusing at first because we may know that we're aware. So just right now in, in hearing me, listening to me talk, do you know that you're aware? I mean, are you aware? In a really simple way, you don't need to know how you know you're aware. Just know that you are aware. Um, and over time, just that curiosity about, oh, yeah, I, I know I'm aware. Not sure quite how I know I'm aware, but know that I'm aware. That's enough, just knowing that you're aware. And then what is obvious? What's, what is the most obvious thing that's happening there? So um, um, you were talking about going through doorways. And, you know, you, you go through a doorway, it's pretty fast. You know, what's obvious right now is maybe maybe it's not much. Maybe it's just the movement, maybe it's just the recognition of, oh, I became aware while walking through the doorway. It could also be, there could also be something about the, the mood or motivation of why you're going someplace. You know, there might be um, some movement of, of got to get someplace quickly or, wow, I'm walking through this doorway and I don't really even know where I'm going. I'm just wandering. Um, so whatever it is that's obvious that you notice in that moment. And there's nothing in particular. I mean, this, was, this is an interesting piece. At this point, um, you know, we, when we become mindful, 
with this perspective, so the, the perspective that we're orienting toward is not, is not mindfulness for the purpose of getting anything or getting rid of anything, but just the purpose of understanding what's happening in our system. So the understanding our human experience. And the, that perspective of curiosity, of simply, oh, I'm, I'm aware, I know that I'm aware, and here's what's obvious. At first, it's pretty simple. It's like the, the high level. It's a, it's a light layer of what you notice. Maybe it's just, it's just like obvious thoughts or just body moving, and it's not, it's not very, it doesn't seem very profound in some way, and so why bother? I mean, we might have that sense. It's like, why bother with this? There's like, what is it showing anyway? But the, the power of the mindfulness, the power of this practice comes as there is more continuity, as we become more, more able to recognize, yes, I'm aware and here's what's happening. Um, there are things that can be known in that situation, not that we're trying to figure out. In fact, what I, what I see is that the more we just are in the receptive stance, especially in daily life, just like, okay, I'm aware and here's what's here, um, the, the more that gets revealed, so we, we start to see more and more just through patiently engaging with this process. So to, to, to just, so there's some confusion, um, some doubt actually it sounded like in, in that situation. But um, um, so just notice that. So confused, what am I supposed to do? That too is something that's arising. There, there may actually, it, it'd be curious to, to know if that's a kind of pattern for you. You know, is it a kind of pattern to, when you're doing something, to have a sense of, hmm, how am I supposed to do this? Or, or what am I supposed to do here? Or what's the right way to do this? Or something that, that often what happens is we become mindful. It basically, it reveals habits and patterns that are deeply conditioned. And so I'd be curious about that, and that may be something to explore over the, over the week. Um, and then... Um, so just just the the recognition am i aware uh also to just be really patient with that one if you know that you're aware don't second guess that just yep i know i'm aware don't know how i'm aware but don't know how i know i'm aware but just do i know that i'm aware and 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 then just check in what's obvious here um over time I, it does feel to me like an overtime thing that as we begin to recognize, oh, yes, I know that I'm aware. Oh, I know that I'm aware here. know that I'm aware here. It's like you get a whole bunch of little data points of, oh, yes, I know that I'm aware. And over time, we begin to get the sense of that, that it's m- more clear to us. Oh, yeah, this is what awareness is like. This is the experience of being mindful. And yet, it, and for me, it definitely took some time to, to really get a sense of that. So, Patience with that. Um, so I hope that's that's encouraging. Um, let's see. Then one of you also mentioned noticing um, in terms of relationship the um, the need, the feeling, the need to get things under control, and uh, that's a very powerful kind of force in many of our lives. It's a very it's, 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 it's connected to belief, right? That I need to get this under control. There's, there's a feeling often associated with that, a kind of a tension or an anxiety. You mentioned anxiety. 
Um, but the, the, the need to get things under control, that's the belief out of which the anxiety comes. And so just curious to, to look at that part, that belief. How much do you believe that? And, um, and, and you might just, just recognize, yep, that's a belief, and I believe it. <laughs> so, so just be curious about that as belief. And it's a very potent belief. It's, it's a kind of a human belief in a way. It's, it's um, yeah, the, the, the sense of, of needing to get things under control. Um, it goes very deep. Um, and there can be some interesting things to notice around it. Uh, and in particular, kind of a, almost a little happiness that comes when we have something under control. So noticing that, you know, when it feels like you have it under control, that sense of, yep, figured it out. And, 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 and that's a little bit of a setup in a way because it's only conditioned <laughs> that, that, that that is possible. Uh, then the last one I'll mention, because it's, it's 9 o'clock now, uh, is simplicity. This one came up with a couple of you. Um, um, just in terms of recognizing um, um, how much, several of you noticing, you know, how much, how many thoughts are going on while you're doing like your normal chores and like, you know, do I really need to be thinking about this right now? So this is a, this is a way, it's almost a little renunciation in effect. And we can, we can look because often there is a belief, like I think one of you mentioned in the shower and the mind just tumbling into work. Um, often there's a belief under there that, boy, got this, again, about control often, you know, got to figure this out, got to know how my day is going to unfold. And so in that moment in the shower, the belief that you need to do that in that moment is operating. And so just checking in, do I really need to do that right now? Maybe not. I mean, this is only like, you know, three or four minutes here. I mean, can I set that aside and simplify right now to just what's actually here? Now, a lot of what's there, if the, if the belief is strong, may be the strong urge to think or an anxiety or a, 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 a kind of a, a sense of, of, of grasping to that, wanting to know how the day's going to unfold. And if that's really strong, then that's what you can notice. But, but to, you know, just explore. And in various ways, you can explore simplifying during the week. It is a retreat. And so you, you could explore um, letting go of some habitual things. Although I won't ask those of you who are basketball fans to not watch <laughs> basketball <laughs> this week. <laughs> um, but but just look at places you can simplify. You know, wh- what is actually necessary this week and explore, like, looking at, at that. So now it's time to stop. So I'll see some of you this evening, I hope. Um, so, And hopefully many of you tomorrow morning. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>